Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Here with my co-host Tate Matthews. And Tate, this is a very special show today. Show number 500. 500. Can you believe it? Well, and no. you showed up, by the way, show 219. I wouldn't have guessed that. The hairier version of and, Mr. And, Tate and, Matthews. And, and, oh my goodness. That's <laughs> At least on the front. <laughs> you know, part of it is because of this show, why I started shaving it, because the camera angle would always be here, and I'd be talking to Qualls, and I'd see that dinner plate on the back of my head. <laughs> I got to do something about this. So, so we've got something very special today at the end of the show, but I do want to mention uh, at least part of this in the beginning. This was all started by Ralph Ringstaff, right, the original County WCS Apple. athletic director, followed up by Jack Daniels. And then, of course, Jeremy Qualls. And it's pretty interesting. I want you to tell the audience, because I do think this is important, because it's a big part of the show now. How did it start where you became the guest so, host every week? Typical Dr. Qualls, right? Brilliance, but uh, on his time schedule, right? So I, I didn't know him. He wasn't Dr. Qualls either. He was Coach Qualls then. Um, in the bus garage. In the bus. <laughs> no, we met over here. He used oh. to have two offices. Okay. Yeah. Oh, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was by bi, uh, bi, bilingual by office, and so never met him. And he calls me and says, "Hey, I'm Jeremy Qualls. I'm the yeah. Okay. So I come over and we meet, and uh, we're talking. You know, getting to know each other. He said, "Hey, by the way, <laughs> can can you see this? We got a show in He said, "Hey, by the way, he said I got to go do this show. It used to be on the." Sec, the second floor, then third floor. He says, "Hey, by the way, I got to go do this show. I don't know some show I got to do as part of my job, and uh, you're my first guest." <laughs> he said, "You, yeah, I can, sure." It was during football, you know, so uh, going into football, so sure, I can do that. So we do it, and um, uh, Newt, who used to be Creed, and then Creed, who used to be Lance, uh, Newt comes around the corner and goes, "That was really good." And um, he said, would you be interested in doing this every week? And I said, well, um, again, I just met him. I said, I, th I think that's really up to him. And there you go. So then, and he's told it before, but then we walked downstairs and he says, hey, man, um, that went really well. Yeah, I want to keep doing this. By the way, I got another idea. WCS Game Day. Oh, yes. We're going to take it on the road. And I'm sitting there going, and uh, again, like I got a regular job. Man. Well, and, and I was thinking this is going to be bad. I don't know that. I, I don't know that I want my name on this. And I'll never forget, man. The very first one was at Fairview. It was Page Fairview during the regular season. And when I got there, I, I pulled him aside. I said, "I'm sorry, man. I owe you an apology." I, I was really nervous pulling up here tonight. I didn't know what this was going to look like. This is unbelievable. Boom! There you go. Fast forward six, seven years later, we're in Nolensville, and you're the host, and at a pep rally, and you got—I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, it's so. great. There you go. It's great, and you're obviously a big part of this. We appreciate you being here. Well, what I, you I do enjoy for, it. The, for the district, obviously with Matthews Team Sports and Adidas, uh, but also your expertise. You've got that show on Saturday still. Yes, sir. 104.5 The Zone, talking high school sports. We had Coach Derek on Saturday. He did great. It's, i tell you another thing, and I, you see it in the show, too, um, what's been fun with this show and also on the radio show, but I can remember, I, they won't care, um, you know, the first time Matt Kreisky and Brian Coleman came in and did this show. His <laughs> life, the headlights? I mean, talk about having to pro – no, it just – yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and they were the same way on the radio show. And, and, uh, but, you know, a little bit. 
And now to watch them, man, they, they get you put a you put a mic in front of either one of their faces, and man, they're ready to go. They're like Ron Crawford; they just rip. <laughs> so pretty neat. It is. Uh, hopefully, we can have at least five hundred more, right? That's right. I plan on being here. I hope you do too. I do too. Uh, so, Mr. Producer, I'm sure maybe we've already done this. We have Ralph Ringstaff, Jack Daniels, Dr. Jeremy Qualls. He'll probably end up cutting that out. You never know. All right, they're pretty good. Let's talk wrestling. It, obviously, this is our basketball preview show yep, as well. Yep. Our last show of the year. We'll be off for a couple of weeks uh, with the holidays coming up. But in wrestling, congratulations to Fairview, winners of the Cheatham County Duels, Franklin and Clarks, or excuse me, and no one's participated in the Clarksville Slam Fest. Clarksville, fin or excuse me, no one's finished third, Franklin fifth. And then Page goes four and one at the Stone Memorial Duels. Independence Boys finished seventh at Tallahoma. Girls four out of 20. And that's saying something now because these girls programs are just getting started. So congratulations to Coach Grindstaff uh, and the girls team there. Earlier in the week last week, Brentwood with a couple of big wins over Independence and Summit. Ravenwood defeats Dixon County. And then on the girls side, Fairview defeats Dixon County. Independence with a couple of wins, one over Ravenwood, one over Dixon County. So wrestling in full swing, Tate. Full swing. Uh, let's start with the girls' side. The thing that I think is a couple things jump out about that, but you, you mentioned Coach Grindstaff. He really was, and I think I'm, I'm comfortable saying this, uh, he was the first one to really jump on this um, and dove in it really quickly and was kind of the, the first one, at least in Wilco, to really get that team going. So. It's, it's fun to watch them, you know, reap the benefits of those successes. Successes. The coolest thing, though, is is that we're going to a tournament and there's 20 girls teams. Yeah, that doesn't mean there were 20 girls that, you know, you used to have a girl that might com compete in the boys. There's 20 girls entered in the tournament. I think that's awesome. Yeah. When, when this first started, you know, there's a lot of naysayers. Oh, this will never take off. It's taken off. Ravenwood, you mentioned they beat them. This is their first year uh, to have a girls team and they got a full roster out. I think that's very cool. So, uh, but yeah, I, I really think Coach Grindstaff deserves a shout out for kind of leading the charge on that. And and uh, it's been fun to watch that grow, and it will continue to grow. Uh, and then on the boys' side, the, the thing that I love about watching you talk about all those tournaments is there's no weak links anymore on the boys' side. Fairview is a state runner-up. Page is a state tournament team. Nolanville's Nolansville, you know. Uh, and then in the big, the big boys. Centennial. Well, Centennial. They've been, they've been, what, to four state tournaments in the past decade. So they, they, they've already been up there. Um, and so to watch all those guys battle, there's no weak links. It's kind of now like volleyball or soccer. If you make it out of region in, in, in is it 11 AAA in region? No, it's actually 7 AAA. Well, that's why you're the county athletic director. <laughs> but very good. That was a gem. So... <laughs> The neat thing is, more often than not, if you make it out of the region, we've been sending two teams to the to the uh, state tournament, the state duels, and and so I don't think this year is going to be any different. It's going to come down to probably four or five teams got a say in it. I think Brentwood's probably the heavy favorite right now. Uh, one thing I don't like, but I get, I've noticed. Uh, do you ever watch? Do you ever see him in the? When Coach Smith tweets him out. I, I've noticed 
Skylar Coffee's getting a lot of forfeits. Yeah. Um, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't know that I can blame him on that. But I hate it for the kids. You think kid. he gets any forfeits when people just show up, the guy's ready, and he goes, I'll forget this. Hey, out. well, you remember this name. I'll never forget in high school. Uh, I wasn't there yet, but it's a true story. Bubba Miller was a freshman who ended up being a two-time state champion. He's a, he's a, a, a freshman. He's going to have to wrestle Shazan Bradley. He told Coach Dalton, he said, I, Coach, I'm not wrestling him. Yes, you are. Coach, I'm not wrestling him, and you can't make me. <laughs> Anyways, he didn't make it to him yet, but that's a two-time state champion. Anyways, before, I think that goes down the – I think that happens with Skyler, yes. So, Tate, before we move on to our basketball preview, talk about something you were involved in this past weekend, yep. the East-West football all-star game, Adidas and Matthews Team Sports involved there. Tell our audience about that. Well, it was a really cool event. It's, they've been doing it now, I think, nine years. Uh, Mr. Marbot, Bill Marbot with Southern Athletic Fields, uh, which is now profile. But um, he's, he's very – if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't go on. Um, great man, big supporter of high school athletics in Middle Tennessee. Been an official, and now he's a supervisor for an official. Just a great man. Um, Rodney Jones is big in it. Murphy Fair is big in it. But what a great event. It's the, the attack of the Tennessee East-West All-Star Game. Had it at Clarksville, Austin Peay State University. If you haven't been to Forterra Stadium, it's as nice. It, it might not be as big as the SEC stadiums, but it's, it's as nice. Got it going there. It is unbelievable. What a great venue. And uh, just a cool deal, man. And uh, WCS was very well represented on the west side. We go west. Uh, Coach Derek, Paul Derek, was the defensive coordinator um, for the West. And Matt Kreisky was the running back coach. And uh, there's a lot of things I could go on forever. I'm not going to do it. But it's really cool the time that they give. Uh, they get there on Monday. Those coaches go up there Monday. And then they really, from sun up to 12 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, are, they're busy. And you got to get the game plan in. And, and so uh, both them, both of those guys did a great job. And it was fun to see them. And then uh, Nolensville had two players, Dan Rickert and C.J. Ware. Um, and, and, and there are those kind of, you know, obviously Alabama's not there, Ohio State's not there, but those, those next levels under, they're there. And I, and I tell you what's neat about it is I had not gotten to see Dan Rickert play. Dan Rickert's a player. He's bigger than I thought he was. He's hard to block. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I don't know what will come out, out of it for him. But it was worthwhile being up there, some, some eyes on him. He played really well. C.J. Ware played very well on the defensive line. Centennial was represented by Alex Steele at running back. Desmond Smith got nominated, was hurt, he, or he would have been there as well. Johnny Crouch came, uh, had a 45-yard punt. So he did a great job. Uh, the two quarterbacks, which I loved, were Independence's Ethan Cash, Page's Cade Walker. They both played really well. And then Stone Roston of Brentwood represented WCS, played a lot of left guard. He got to play almost the whole game, and uh, they all did great. So really neat event, um, and, and I think all the boys would tell you they were really, uh, really blessed to be a part of it and happy that they did it. And Mr. Jarrett Matthews had a nice game. Jarrett Matthews had a nice game. It was neat watching Jarrett Matthews and Stone Roston next to each other. And, uh, I mean, it was cool, man. Trevon Ripka was there. You know, he's um, – I, it sounds like still going to Kentucky, but it's just neat, man. We, uh, Coach Derek and I talked about it on the radio Saturday. It's a glimpse of what college ball is yeah. like, especially for kids like, I mean, you know, Wilco kids. But, you know, they were on, they were on a team with, with guys from, uh, guys from uh, Fairley, Whitehaven, yeah. uh, 
uh, Lake County, South Gibson uh, was the head coach, Coach Stidham. So it was just a cool deal, and you could tell the boys had a lot of fun, and uh, and so um, really blessed to be a part of it, and I hope it continues. It was a neat deal, and uh, I was very proud of all the boys. They all played very well. All the coaches that I talked to uh, could not have been more impressed uh, with all of them. Um, you know, they, great job representing them, as long as well as Coach Kreisky and Coach Derrick. Great event, and I know it'll continue. All right, let's talk basketball. Tate, and I've, your, your answer's on the sheet there, but this is hard to believe. So our nine schools, right? Yes. That's 18. 18 Correct. coaches, boys and girls. Eight new faces. Well, seven and a half. Coach Wild uh, moved schools. Just a change of address. Yes, and maybe seven because Coach Johnson has reappeared at Frank. That's right. So we'll talk about there in a second. So let's do this. We'll just go in alpha order by schools. We'll talk boys and girls, both sides. We'll talk a little bit about last year and maybe what to expect this year. So let's start with Brentwood. 2018-19, uh, 19 and 10, Coach Miles Thrash, district tournament runner-up, lost in the region semis to Ravenwood. And what stands out really to them is when you look at key players lost and key players returning, there's a lot returning. Uh, yeah, they, they, they have. <laughs> the Trucial Twins, uh, obviously Amelia Osgood, they're already 7-1, and 2-0 yeah. in league play. And I'm telling you, I think we're going to be seeing Brentwood in Murfreesboro. Uh, you're going public with it now because you've well, said that often. I said it last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's a reach, man. Yeah, they're. Um, I think they, out of everybody in WCS, they have the most coming back. I think that's fair. And the Trucial Twins are, uh, you know, anytime you got those two on your team, you got a chance. Then you throw in Amelia Osgood and Chloe Wampler. Um, and I like the way Coach Thrash coaches, man. You know, you never know. Obviously, he's a non-faculty guy. Uh, you never know how that go, is going to go over. I think he's done an unbelievable no, job. No, he has. And, um, Great energy. They had a nice win over Brentwood Academy, the Battle of Granny White. Uh, I, I know the former athletic director was very excited about that. <laughs> and, and as for, is the current one. As is the current one. Uh, <laughs> and, and for a lot of reasons, but the most important reason, that's a good program. That's yeah. a good win. Uh, if we were like doing the the bowl projection series, <laughs> that is a that is a quality that goes under quality win category. No doubt about it. On the boys' side, uh, Greg Shirley again leading the Bruins, 28-9 last year, district and region tournament runner-up, made it all the way to the state semifinals before losing to Memphis East. They did lose some guys from last year, but you know the thing about Brentwood, and I think this has been true for years. You might think, well, they've lost some key pieces, but there will be someone step up. And, and when that Brentwood is across your chest, typically that means they're going to show up when it really counts. And to me, they have their best two players back, Harry Lackey and John Wendley. So uh, even though they lost quite a few seniors last year, I think you'll see Brentwood, especially when it matters, really step up again. Currently 5-3, and 2-0 and oh in league play. That's the, that's the deal. 2-0 and oh in league play. And one of them um, against Franklin, which I think a lot of people have. Now, there's other people in this mix, but a lot of people had those two, one and two, you know, uh, preseason, right? So uh, never a disappointment when that game happens, but th that's a big one. That's one that they wanted to get. And so I think you're right. Uh, Lackey's kind of the, the, the talent, you know. Uh, by the way, we talked about it earlier. I saw him over at Brentwood High. He was in Coach Crawford's weight class. Holy smokes. He's really filled out. He has. And, and um, so he's, he's back. And then Winley, not that Winley's not 
very talented. He is. But I think he's a, a what you would call a glue guy, a locker room guy, right? I mean, no he, he, he's, a, he's a guy who uh, – And I only think a he junior, makes, by the way. Only a junior. I think he makes everybody better just by the effort which, with which he plays. Yeah, kind of hard to watch a guy playing like that and not, you know, jump on board with it. Centennial, we'll start with the girls. Last year, 5-20. and 20. Uh, Brad Simmons is the head coach. Uh, really their best returning players, Sheraton Foster. Uh, they've gotten out slow this year, 0-6, 0-2 in the league. Still a lot of young players on that yep. team. Uh, so I know, you know, that may be a little frustrating to Coach Simmons right now, but, you know, he works hard at it. Great guy. Uh, he's interested in it. Hopefully we'll see them play a little better as the season progresses. Yeah, I think, you know, he knew it when he took it. This is uh, – and I hate it because there's been so many – you know, there just hadn't been enough continuity in the coach – the head coaches there. It's been there – I've watched this since the beginning, and it just seems they're – you know, every few years they're getting a new coach for whatever reason. Uh, I think that – but so he knew this when he took it over. Uh, he was ready for it, and, and, and they are getting better. That's what's – you can tell by the scores – um, they used to be the equivalent of, you know, maybe Popcorn Cities. It's not like that anymore. Just can't quite get over the hump. But uh, he, he's on the right path, and you're right. He, a, good, a good man that cares about these girls, these young ladies, and, and they are getting better, and it will show up sooner, or later, sooner than later. On the boys' side, 18-11 and 11 last year, new coach Tyler Hickman. Last year they lost in the district quarterfinals to Ravenwood. And a lot of key players back. In their starting lineup, you've got guys who've started before. Andrew Ellison, Patrick Garrett, Isaiah Poor, Carter Speedy, Dusty Williams. Six and two. Two and oh in the league. And played a pretty good schedule so far, too. And a big win this past Friday night as they took out Summit, which I know that meant a lot to them since uh, Summit has a player who was playing for Centennial last <laughs> Would year. Would have been a key return. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure there were some fireworks in that game. But that's a big win early in the season uh, for Coach Hickman and Centennial. For sure. And that was a big win. And and uh, I, I tell you a name that if you don't know about it, you, you probably do after last weekend. But we knew about Isaiah Poor uh, because of the, the – the makeup of the team last year wasn't asked to score a lot. But, you know, we – you knew, <laughs> uh, an athlete, you know, and a guy that could do it. That just wasn't what they were. Dusty Williams, obviously a guy who can fill it up. Carter Speedy, that's the name. You didn't, you might not be familiar with that because he was, uh, he, he was plagued by the injury bug a lot last year. He's back. He's healthy. I think he had, did he have 21, 20 against Summit the other night? Over 20, yes. Yeah, he's a guy who can fill it up. They've got firepower. Coach Hickman's got a got his coaching philosophy and his system. He believes in it. He's confident in it. And uh, the early results are uh, they're going to be a force. The thing that stood out to me in watching them, I watched them play Mount Juliet last week, another really good team here in the Mid-State. They're playing with this freedom, this offensive freedom, I think, that really uh, benefits the talent that they have. You knew a guy who coached like that. <laughs> so I heard. That's right. Pretty, pretty good results. Decent. There you go. Let's move on here. Fairview, last year 6-21, and 21, Wayne McGowan uh, still leading the Lady Yellow Jackets. Off to a 3-4 and four start, and more importantly, 1-0 and oh, with a big league win over Camden. And much like uh, Brentwood, a lot of returning players uh, led by Casey Mullins, uh, Kendall Spicer, 
Nalen Year, Kelsey Gossage, all players who are coming back from last year's time. Uh, it's not even to Christmas yet. We've already got the, the name of the year, Nalen Year. I mean, she wins. <laughs> it's, it's over. Go ahead and give her the play. Maybe the Tennessee fans are I mean, <laughs> come on. That's, it's over. Uh, but yeah, and, and, and the cool thing is not you mentioned that that one league win against Camden. It was it was about 20 points, and so scored 61 points. Um, that's 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 good, man. Well, coach said they were going to be much improved, and they, they are. definitely are. Yep. On the boys' side, Trey McCoy, uh, the Yellow Jackets, 28 and three last year. They were district tournament champions and lost in the region quarterfinals to Murfreesboro Central Magnet. Lost talented players. They didn't lose any good players, well, did they? <laughs> played by Estes and Cam Harris Luck. Uh, so that was those are some tough losses. Yeah. You know, the thing I'm impressed with with Coach McCoy is he's not afraid to schedule tough opponents. They're no. three and four right now. Again, one and zero in league play. But some of their losses, a couple points to Nolansville, had a pretty good game with Independence. So definitely not afraid of scheduling tough, which is saying something because I think sometimes when you've only been a head coach five years or less, you're trying to pile up wins. That's I right. give him credit for piling up tough opponents. Yeah, and well, and he's, you know, one, he's, he's really good at what he does. And, um, but he's, he's figured out what you, you figured out early on in your coaching career. Uh, what is our goal? Let's, let's figure out what our goal is. Right. Our goal is to get to the state tournament. Well, the guys we're going to have to go through when we get to region and back then it was sub-state. What do we call it now? I still call it sectionals. Yeah. I do too. I do too. <laughs> sub-state. We better t schedule some tough opponents, and and uh, or if not, we're going to get smacked right in the mouth once we get out of the region tournament or district tournament. And um, that's what he's done. And so, I, you know, you're right. Good for him. That young in his coaching career, but it's it's because he gets it. You know. And, um, and, and they're fun to watch, and, and the cupboard is not bare. They, they've got a, you know, we talk about difference between a team and a program, and I think he's building a program. So you're right, but that's, that's how you do it, you know. Good for you. you and, a, and a guy we really respect, he's been guilty of that before. Good for you going 24-1, and one, and then you get put out in the second round. Well, well super. <laughs> right, what's it matter, right? Yeah. They always remember the end in basketball in particular. They remember what you do in November. They remember what you do in March, right? No doubt about it. Yeah. Franklin Rebels, girls team, 15 and 13 last year, lost in the district quarterfinals to Ravenwood. Key returning players, Bergen Ali, Kate O'Neill, Sydney Ryan, Sydney being one of the best uh, in the league, no doubt. Uh, did lose Darcy Doran, who's now playing at Christian Brothers, and Jillian King, who's at Valdosta State. Currently 2 and 5, 0 oh and 3, in league play in the return of Jay Johnson. I think his last year was 2012. A longtime boys coach there yeah. at Franklin. All-time wins leader, boys or girls, either one, in terms of number of wins. So I know he's excited about being back on the sideline. And so now he's adding to those totals. So I don't know. It's going to be hard to catch him. Uh, yeah, 0-3 in league play, but they're playing <laughs> maybe the best league around, and they've played really good teams. And they played Brentwood and Page. That's right. And so um, – you know, that kind of – I don't know that he's real discouraged about that right now. Uh, lost his two senior leaders. And, and, and you know, that's going to take time, I guess. You know, Jillian King and Darcy Dorn, they were right. they were leaders. Sydney Ryan is one of the most talented young players, and she's still young. Which sophomore. Is what's, she's a sophomore, which is what's crazy. Uh, but she's still young. Uh, but they're going to be fine. Um, you know, I, 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 I think he's about where they expected them to be right now, don't you? Yeah. Uh, maybe we'd like to see him one more win, but yeah. uh, I know the Ravenwood loss, he looking in, he 
when the year started would have said, hey, we need to get that win, beat Ravenwood at home, but it didn't work out that particular night. On the boys' side for Franklin, 28-7 last year, district tournament champions, region tournament champions, lost in the quarterfinals to Bearden, key returning players, Reed, Kemp, and Matt Thurman, and really the news for Franklin, they have upgraded their head coach. I noticed under key players lost, <laughs> you left Tiger. yourself out. <laughs> Coach Tiger's doing a great job there. He really is. Obviously losing Reese Glover, Ashari Hainsworth, Jordan Bruce. Tough losses for Franklin, yeah. but really the core of that team, juniors. So I know Coach Tiger wouldn't like to hear this. Uh, they're off to a 5-2, and 2-1 two, two start in the league. But really, for this team, it's kind of a two-year process. So yeah. uh, I almost think this year is sort of like icing on the cake. Uh, a couple things. One, yeah, I mean, it's not easy to come in and replace a legend. Uh, and so I, I – Did I write that in the script? <laughs> in that, yeah. Uh, but, hey, here, here, a couple things I love about this. One, he had a good job. Yeah. Uh, he's from Dixon and, and loved it there. And so, you know, it's it, uh, some people wouldn't have the guts to come in and follow what y'all did, especially losing Reese Glover, sorry, Hainsworth. And Jordan Bruce. And, and we've talked about it. We could go on for a half hour. Everybody understands the, you know, the loss of a Reese Glover and a Shari Hainsworth. But Jordan Bruce, man, that's – I don't think you can minimize that either. That dude was – Mr. Corner 3 point. Mr. Corner 3. Mr. Reliable. And you better know where he was or, or you're going to look up and we went on a 12-point run. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's awesome that he, he took that job over. He's doing a great job. Uh, anytime you've got Reed Kemp and Matt Thurman coming back. And, and it's fun to watch Reed, man. I can remember the first time I saw him was over at A game. And when your freshman team was playing over there, you remember I called you. I was like, who is this kid? <laughs> can handle the ball. Shoot, he can dribble. But he's, uh, you know, seen him over at the gym. He's gotten bigger, stronger, looks like a junior. He's a player, man. Matt Thurman's a player. Their one loss is to Brentwood. Uh, no shame in that. that that's going to be a battle every time they play. So, uh, yeah, we lost some good players, but uh, but I think this this team has a chance to go really far. And and the neat thing is too, he's got to be him, right? And so he's keeping some of the stuff that you did, right? But he's also putting some of his stuff in, as he should. As, as he should, you got to be you, and that takes a little bit of time. Agreed. No, no doubt about it. Independence, and I would say when you combine boys and girls, maybe the surprise so far of the league last year. Independent 6-21, and 21. Brian Glazner, a new coach there, a veteran coach, but he's yes. new as a head coach. They're off to a 5-3 and three start already, 1-0 and oh in the league. And then on the boys' side, Coach Kyle, they were 9-18 and 18 last year, 7-2, and 1-0 oh in league play. So both teams really off to a pretty quick start, both undefeated after only one game, but still a great start. Yeah, uh, and, and, and not so much as a surprise to me on the girls' side because Coach Glesner's a, he's a good coach. He's he an experienced coach, and I'm really glad that he got the job. He also uh, had a nice transfer come in. Miss Freeman. <laughs> and so that always helps. It does help. Um, but good for him, man. I mean, yeah. you know, you have choices, right? It, you know, when you're moving down here, you, you, they, they look around. Um, it's not like you're moving to Henry County where it's Henry County, right? right? Uh, so, but no, I, I think um, they are not a. That used to be one when you were looking at the schedule. Certain teams in this region 
where you're, you're counting up your wins that you know you're going to get. That used to be one of them. That's not the case anymore. No. no and, the and, and the same thing on the boys' side. Definitely. Same story, yeah. Matt St. Charles leads that team. And, you know, they lost some players too. Uh, Preston Garner was a guy, you know, one yep. of the better kids in the league last year. Sure. So you might look at that and go, well, 9-18, and 18, they lose their best player. It's going to be a struggle. They're off to a really nice start. And I think they're going to continue to play well. I agree. I agree. Coach Kyle's got them. He's got them pointed in the right direction. Uh, and they His also. teams always play hard, too. Uh, can we talk about it on this show? And they also have some nice new oh, yes. video boards. Yes, they do. Difference makers, I think. Those are strong. Yeah, I think they're great. Yeah. Uh, great for the CTE programs, too, by the way. Yes. You're talking about your marketing and broadcasting sure. and digital design students. My predictions will see more of those boards continue to go up in the district. I would, I would, yes, I would wager on that. Nolansville. Uh, on the girls' side, Chris Ladd leads that team 23-7 and last year. District tournament champions, they lost in the region semis to Creekwood. Some really nice players back. Grace Baird, Addie Keene, Cayman Ladd, Parker Leftwich, Sidney McCullen, Zoe Pillar to name a few, off to a 6-2 and two start. And really what's nice for them they don't start league play till after Christmas, which is nice being in a smaller district. Coach Ladd's team, I'm saying at least. I'm, I'm, I'm second. At least no. sub-state. At no, least, minimum. But I'm going glass house with them, I'm too. I'm going glass house, too. I'm second. No pressure, match. Coach Thrash. No pressure, Coach, Coach Ladd. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's no, right. you already said Brentwood. I mean, are you kidding me? You got Baird, Keen, Ladd, who, by the way, is his – Daughter, much better player than he was. No, Coach Ladd was really good. He, he played at Overton. He was good. Parker Leftwich and, and Zoe Pillar and McCulgan back. I mean, you better. No, I'm, well, no, yeah. Putting you on notice, Coach. <laughs> Last house or bus? On the boys' side, uh, new coach, John Stegall. Great coach, uh, new to the league. Last year, they were district tournament champions, region tournament champions, and lost in the sub-state to East Nashville. They lost quite a bit in terms of players. Uh, but Coach DeGaulle, led by Nathan Fouch and Davin Watkins, they're playing hard. They're playing a tough schedule. Two and five right now, but when they get into league play, it's gonna they'll, be a different story. they'll be ready. That's right. And now it's the opposite. Man, they lost some serious firepower. Mr. Double-Double, Nate Bladorn. Who by started the, like nine straight years. That's right. On my, on my uh, all-WCS team that – when, when the draft was over, <laughs> Creed and Miss Heather, when they're laughing so hard at, at Dr. Qualls' team, how much better mine was, it was he got upset about it. I had Mr. Double-Double Nate Bladorn. But a couple things, Coach DeGaulle, veteran coach, great hire, been to the state tournament with, with Northeast. Y'all never played each other, did you? We, we played during but the season. Not, yeah. you know, when he's in Kenwood, we played in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, great. And so, and then the other thing that I love about it is, is um, uh, that's how much you care about the program. You said, hey, what can we do to help Nolensville and Coach Stegall in his transition year, losing in the sub-state to East Nashville. So you went out and hired Coach Fay away from East Nashville and brought him down to Summit. <laughs> and so trying to help out when we get to the region tournament, right? That's right. <laughs> All right, moving on, the Page Patriots. 29-5, and five, talking girls now, led by Coach Ron Brock. Lost in the region semis of Dixon County last year. And, and I think Coach would, would say this, uh, maybe a little disappointing. Uh, you know, they got in one of those situations where you lose at the wrong time, and now they're matched up with Dixon in the region semis. you got to win or go home. Yeah. And Dixon was a great team. So uh, 
again, prediction number three. In? Glass House. Holy smokes. You're going to have to run a suite up there. Two girls teams. And I know nine AAA has long dominated this area. That's over. I Two teams. It. Two I'm teams in. make it. Well, uh, you're right. They got a lot of great players back. Um, but, man, uh, you know, there's there's other ones. Now, but they I, lost faith. I, I, you know, losing her now. That's like losing Glover on uh, on the boys' side, you know. Um, but, but it's not bare. Heck no. You, well, you got Lily. You got Delaney No, yep. you know, Cochran. And, um, so, yeah, uh, I'd love to see them get there. They were oh so close, man. That's that's the guy. I mean, you know, saw it a little bit this year with my boy. Um, that's the great thing about athletics, man. Um, what a great year. And then just the, they, they picked the wrong night to not play their best. Um, so I'm sure that's something that they're working towards. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're 7-0 and and 2-0 in league play. It doesn't get much better than that. And today's gym. I you, do know the answer. Which is perfect for show number 500. Who is the assistant coach? Ralph Ringstaff. <laughs> he definitely is. That's show number big. one, right? That's right. That show is a gym. One. That is good. You need to bring him in here. Ask him how the show's evolved. <laughs> Boys side, 12 and 17 last year, led by Coach Larry. No, they lost in the district quarterfinals to Brentwood, but they have some nice pieces coming back. Yes. Mason Allen, Blaine Burrell, Thomas Seaman. 5 and 2, 0 oh and 2 in league play, but both of those games they could have won. For sure. Not only the Centennial game, but also the Franklin game. In fact, that Franklin game, they led pretty late. Yeah. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, they were up. I think that game started off, they were up like 10 nothing. So, Page is definitely one of those teams you're not going to want to see late in the season. No, for sure. And, and, and there, you know what you're going to get with Coach No. you know. Um, spent time with Coach Moore and then also Coach Glass at Independence. Um, you know, they're going to be tough. They're going to play hard. Uh, they don't want that game getting up into 80 to, you know, 75, 72 or whatever. So, um, you know, one thing I know he always preaches, you're not always going to shoot well, but you can always play defense and rebound. And, uh, which his teams always do. Which his teams always do. And, and, and with that, you're all, you, most of the time you're always in the games uh, because, you know, that's what they're about. So, um, yeah, I think – and then Mason Allen's a really nice player. So, yeah, Paige is, Paige is going to be in the conversation come the end of the season. They're not going to be sitting there 29-5 and five like the girls' side, but they're going to be in the conversation come tournament time. Ravenwood, girls, last year 17-13. and 13. Uh, they're now led by first-year coach Andrew James, region tournament runner-up, lost in the substate uh, to Lebanon. They do have some key returning players, Jasmine Brown, Lexi Erickson. Great player. Reagan Grimes, a new addition. Newcomer. Nice player. Uh, right now they're 4-4, four and 1-1 four, one and one in league play. So I think that win over Franklin was big for Coach James because I think that's one that people might have thought that Franklin wins that game. Ravenwood goes out and wins by 20. I'm so happy for him. Uh, one, it was his uh, – he deserved a chance to be a head coach. He's put in his time. And, uh, you know, he's taken over a team that, you know, there was uh, – we don't have all the pieces back that right. we thought we were going to get. And and four and four, one and one in league play, I think if you told him that at the beginning of the season, he'd take that. Uh, they're playing well, and I think that – I think two things go into that. One, he's doing a good job. And then two, those girls are playing hard and believing in what they're doing. And so, yeah, I, I think a lot of people maybe thought they were going to fall to the bottom of the uh, totem pole. It hadn't and happened. It, it hadn't happened, and I don't think it's going to happen. 
obviously you mentioned Lexi coming back and then Reagan Grimes. What a nice addition that is. Uh, sometime I'd like to do a show if we can. I don't think this is a bad brother, sister, best brother, sister. Oh, that's nice. Now, right now I got to go with the coffees, Skylar and Catherine coffee. It's going to be hard to compete with. It's going to be hard to compete with, but that'd be pretty cool. By the time she's done, they're going to be up there. That'd be pretty neat, wouldn't it? Be a great show. Yeah. Boys side, the dean of coaches. The dean. In the league, Patrick Whitlock in year number 14. He's also the president of the uh, Derek Mason fan club. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Card-carrying member. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last year they lost. You don't the get it. Court. You don't get it. Yes, yes. Last year, lost in the region quarterfinals to Hillsboro. Did lose a couple of nice pieces in Sterling Craig and Chase Siebert. But we like Andrews, Dang, and Rex Gaynor. Like them all. Returning. Uh, two and six right now, 0 oh and two in league play. But in their defense, got some football guys who will be coming out. Maybe some new faces that we haven't seen before. Don't want to well, spoil the surprise, do yeah. we? Well, that's up to you. No, let's don't spoil Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know people are watching this show, scouting their next That's a game. Christmas special. We it, don't want to give anything away. It's a Christmas Yeah, let's just say they're more athletic than what they've been the beginning of the season. That, fair? That would be fair. But here's what I do like. Gainer, competitor. He he can shoot it, too. He, he could have played for you. He's never met a shot he didn't like. Nine threes at Franklin <laughs> last year. Yeah, and that's good. Um, and then Nick Dang, player, Trevor Andrews, play, football kid, tough kid. Uh, Ravenwood, when Ravenwood, in my opinion, has been most successful is when they've got those football guys. That's just one of those schools. And they bring some toughness to them. And uh, so, yeah, they got some more coming. But, yeah. And then last year came tournament time. Um, uh, the former host and I did not give them a very positive outlook going into the tournament. You know what happened. Uh, they let us hear about it, and I'm glad. Uh, but, you know, Coach, you know, we've talked about it. Uh, everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses now. When it comes to detail, you know, a, a Patrick Whitlock scouting report is really fun to look at. Um, coach knows what he's doing. And well, he's the dean now. That's and, pretty and awesome. you've got to be. One thing about Coach Whitlock, and this is true of a lot of the coaches in the league, but I think in particular with Coach Whitlock on the boys' side, you're going to have to play to win. I don't care what the talent looks like on both teams, but you've got to be ready to go and execute because his teams now, they execute. Yeah, and they're going to be prepared. No doubt about it. Our final team, the Summit Spartans. A couple of new guys leading the charge there. Uh, and this is an interesting group to hang out with, too, by the way. On the <laughs> girls' side, John Wild, who's moving over from Franklin, and Jim Fay, who's coming over after 23 years at East Nashville. Uh, last year on the girls' side, they lost in the district quarterfinals to Brentwood. They've got some nice pieces back, though. Ellie Colson, who won't be playing until uh, after the, turn, uh, the beginning of the year. Marley Anderson, Emma Kate Bratton, Megan Easterday, Taylor Penning. Nice pieces there. Right now, 6-0, and 1-0 in league play. So, Coach Wild, I'm telling you, the guy can coach. I, it's unbelievable, really. <laughs> I mean, first of all, uh, my favorite husband-wife combo, the good ones, hated to see them go. But if they had to go, uh, Coach Wild and, and Coach Faye. I'm so excited about Coach Faye, which I know we're not. They're on more like the odd couple. Well, oh they're my similar. gosh, they're similar. I, you, ever, you remember the movie Grumpy Old Men? <laughs> 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 
Starring John Wilde. Faye's and actually Mayer. Faye's actually not that grumpy, but on the <laughs> exterior, you know, uh, is that fair? You like that? Is that a good comparison? I love that. But but so Coach Wilde comes in, and then I can't remember the date now. What do they do? They go out and they break the record for more. 23 threes. Now, if anybody had told you that was going to happen, you wouldn't have believed it. Uh, they go out 23 threes, man, break the record. And, and, you know, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you're missing out. But what most people don't know, we, we talked about this, is uh, he's, he's, a, he's a, a really a basketball Tennessee state of ba- the state of Tennessee. He'll basketball. be a Hall of Famer, by the way. Well, but he's a historian, man. Yep. Um, and especially on the girls' side, somebody will fire out a question. He can tell you who holds the record. Yep. And um, so for them to come out and they bust 23 threes in a game, <laughs> that's amazing. And he's a great teacher, too. Great teacher. And a great school, school guy. School guy. Nobody, he, he, you know, he, he can, I guarantee you, he can tell you more stats on the foot, Summit football team this year than maybe anybody outside of Justin Lamb and Brian Coleman. And the best meet in threes. All across Middle Tennessee. I, I think I'm in that conversation, but you, are. you know he's the Godfather, so I'll let him have that. But, <laughs> but and and I, and I tell you, you mentioned all those girls, but Taylor Penning, uh, leading up to last week. Now I don't know what she did last week, but leading up to last week, she was shooting 40% from threes. Now you've watched this. There was a time, seriously, uh, I, I've loved watching that. I think strength training, uh, and 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 the three point, the evolution of three point shot in the girls' game has changed that more than anything. But there was a time back when you were at Beach where I would think the girl, uh, Coach Walker would be happy with high team three-point percentage, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. And we, Taylor Penny's shooting 40%. That's it's amazing. It's and I think a big changed. part of that is the time they spend in the weight room. They're, they're stronger. But um, it's really changed the game, made it more exciting. Very much athletes. For sure. On the boys' side, Coach Faye's got a lot coming back. Uh, they lost in the region semifinals to Franklin. Uh, Tristan Conger, Caleb Jolly, Destin and Keaton Wade. Yes, the same Destin and Keaton Wade. Kanata Wirtz, 3-2, and 0-1 and in league play. But because Coach is new and they played so long in the football season, uh, that team's going to look way, way, way different come February. And I love Coach Faye's attitude about it. He's not worried about it. He's not one of those guys that's worried about what's happening right now. He knows it's about the end. It's a great addition to our league, a very quality coach. For sure. And a tough coach. And, 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 and a I, baseball card collector. A baseball card collector. Uh, big football fan. You know, you saw it. Um, you've seen it through the years, those teams, that their football programs go deep into the playoffs. Uh, what, what would you say, second, third week of January? Right? Is that about when it'll happen? That's when it kicks in. That's when it kicks in, and you're like, oh, whoa. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing to worry about here. Uh, one, these guys bring some toughness. I tell you what, I was already a big uh, Wade twin fan, but I, nothing against Destin. But a quarterback, it's different. Keaton Wade is tough. You know what I'm saying? No doubt about uh, it. What he did this year, this is a tough guy. Oh, and on the – on the other side, he's a great athlete. When they get their basketball legs under him and they get, they get this thing, this is going to be a tough out, man. Tough out. Very tough out. Tate, I've enjoyed it as always. 500, man. Show number 500. And as we leave you, we've got a very special video montage. I can't wait. Of some earlier shows. Hey. Thanks, thanks for joining us for the 500th show.
It's been great. Of Sports Connection. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. It'll be after Christmas. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope Santa Claus comes to see you. Enjoy the video montage. Welcome to our new show, the Williamson County Sports Connection. And my name is Ralph Ringstaff. I'm the athletic specialist for Williamson County Schools, and I will be your host. This show will be geared to provide information which will be helpful to our parents and students playing sports in our middle schools and high schools. I also hope this show will be fun to watch for the average sports fan in Williamson County. All right, welcome back. As now you know who my guest is today, Coach Ralph Ringstaff, who was on the very first show back in June 17, 2008. Welcome, Ralph. Thank you, Coach Daniels. It's, it's a pleasure being here at the 200th show. I mean, it's great. <laughs> I didn't, wow. I think I, I did 80-something, and you've done a, a, the rest, 120-something. Y'all have been really getting, it, getting with it. And today's show is a little bit different. We have a different setup here, and we're going to talk about Football 101. I'm going to start with what you have to have in order to play this game, equipment. So the first thing that you would think of would be you got to have a football in order to play this game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Williamson County Sports Connection. I'm Jack Daniels, your host, and with me for today's show is the new athletic director for the Williamson County School District, Jeremy Qualls. Welcome, Jeremy, to Williamson County. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Hello, welcome back to Williamson County Sports Connection. I'm District Level Athletic Director Jeremy Qualls, and I have changed seats with my counterpart, Mr. Jack Daniels, coach. It's kind of funny to be on this side. And um, as we close the show out, uh, I would feel honored to let you close this show out as this being your final show of Williamson County Sports Connection. Thank you for joining us for this segment of the Williamson County Sports Connection. I'm Jack Daniels, your ex-host. Thank you. Connection. My name is Jeremy Qualls, and I have a, a, a guest with me today that I'm happy to be here, Mr. Tate Matthews. How are you doing today, Tate? I'm doing well. I appreciate you inviting me. Good. I'm happy that you're here. He's the uh, host of the High School Sports Saturday Show on 104.5 The Zone, uh, also owner of uh, Matthew Team Sports. Tell us a little about, you, about yourself. Well, I appreciate it. I grew up here, moved here when I was 16, grew up in Knoxville. Um, a lot of you all know my dad, Doug Matthews. and, and uh, Somehow we're still on the air. Show number 400, this is a milestone for us. I think it's because we're cheap. I don't know if it's cheap or if we're, we're, they're giving us a sign to rest in peace and get off this thing and, and retire. But to all of our 27 viewers, we greatly appreciate you tuning in week in, week out with us. Uh, we try to make this as pleasurable and as fun as possible, but sometimes it's, it is what it is. But, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been a blast, man. I look forward to it every week. The great thing is we have a lot of good athletes and coaches and teams to talk about, so they make it easy. Hello, welcome to WCS Sports Connection. I'm your co-host today, Jeremy Qualls, alongside two of the most brightest minds in all of athletics in Williamson County. I have Coach Darren Joins with us today. We've got Tate Matthews. I'm just so happy to be back on the air. It's football season. We're live streaming in Williamson County, uh, much to a lot of people's chagrin. I'm dropping dimes today. You better look out. This is going to be a jam-packed special edition, Tate. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm so excited. This is a bittersweet day for me. But, uh, hey, you know, what you do is you just keep on uh, you keep on improving and you keep rolling with the punches. And I, I really think that um, with the foundation you've laid in all seriousness now with what uh, Coach Joins taking over. I mean, we're set to be set apart, and uh, I'm just glad we got one more time to slap some dimes on this show, man. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And what I have heard, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, 
we have viewers as far away as Gallatin. Oh, no doubt. Right. Yes. Okay. Good. So this is my. We're keeping up with this. This is yes. my final show. Okay. I'm giving myself the tombstone. tombstone. I'm out, Popcorn City. I got hammered today <laughs> in my picks. You're headed to for the one last time. If you're still with us, Gallatin, we love you. Thank you for live streaming with us today. I dropped plenty of dimes. We we'll set you next apart, time. baby.